0: Welcome to Sisterhood Meets Motherhood, the podcast where two goddesses who happen to be related by marriage discuss all things family, purpose, sisterhood, faith, spirituality, and all the other divinely messy parts of womanhood. Every other week, Kendra and Sophie unmask from all the daily roles required of the modern woman to bring you refreshing and truthful conversations that remind you that you are, in fact, never alone on the journey. Welcome to episode 14. This one is on abundance and we hope to bring a true and authentic perspective to abundance that feels supportive and interesting as we know that it's a big buzzword at the moment. Um and already in this moment I'm just feeling like a huge amount of abundance in my body that we're on episode 14 and we just did this. Like it, we it was aligned and We just created a podcast and, and I know that I've received everything that I possibly would need to receive from it just through the way my heart opens every time we sit down to have these conversations. And to me, like that's abundance. That's, that is an open heart and gratitude. Um,
1: And I know I brought this idea up over audio message, which all of our episodes are birthed from this just thoughts that come out throughout our day and we send them through WhatsApp messages. And for me, it was, um, yes, very much. Like there's a lot out there on social media and in the world about abundance and how to practice it. But it, for me was just turning internally and seeing abundance in that way. And I'll share vulnerably that, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the, I guess you could say the, the world of social media and, what am I trying to say? So be like the, the word of like the comparison. It's so easy to get to compare how this mom's making her kids lunch boxes on her cute Instagram reel, or how this mom looks or, you know, different outfits, or I need this, I need to buy that. And when you stop and you like flip that camera almost, and start to look inside your own heart and having gratitude and abundance for the things you already have, like, it it really just like opens up and like softens my heart and just makes me feel like i'm overflowing like my cup is overflowing literally. And I can just see like flowers and sunshine and light overflowing out of me because I have so much to be grateful for. And I do have this abundance that's already inside of me. And each and every one of you do as well in your own chapter of life, wherever you're walking through. And so that's kind of where this episode came from. And I know we just dove right in.
0: (laughs) Go right in. And I have, and I want to respond to the Instagram thing, but before we go there, how are you being in this very moment?
1: I feel really grounded and just, I have a lot of lights. I feel like, coming, I mean, um, which is so interesting because an hour ago I was feeling exhausted and completely like my to-do list was drowning me and being able to chat with you and work through these episodes and conversations. I have just like lifted all of that negative energy away. And so I feel really grounded and just excited. How are you being right now? early morning for you. I color.
0: love the topic of abundance. And in that I'm just seeing the beauty in this moment without being overly cliche. It's just like, this moment is beautiful. Like, look at it. Your long blonde hair, my long brown <laughs> hair. Like we, like we're just in our, we get to be in our radiance to the extent that we want to be. Um, and we really do get to choose in each moment. And of course there's days we, you can circle back to the blah day where it's just hard to see what's good but for the most part if we're connecting to a place of of what's well and what we have i know for me that's when i attract more and more and more and more if mm-hmm. i'm um if i am gripping and in a space of like there's not enough i have a hard time um like locking in clients that i really want to work with or yeah, just like having things really flow in. And when I'm in a space of like, I have everything that I could possibly need in this moment, I open my email and like good things happen. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like this opportunity or that. We were talking about this in a recent episode. And and so for me, it's just like such a priority right now to be connecting to my center in in a way that's, finding what's truly enough. Like it's enough. Um, sure. and I sure. to, yeah, go ahead. Okay. No, no, you finish up. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say, you're talking about Instagram. I, I don't, I didn't tell you, but I, I deactivated my Instagram account and it's feeling really supportive for this moment. And it was coming from a space of wanting to reconnect with what abundance really is for me. And That for me is like being in a space that's true and congruent as much of the time as possible um, so that I can feel connected and in alignment. And I was recognizing that Instagram is an exciting for me. I love podcasts. I love the opportunity to speak on other people's podcasts. I love working with clients. Most of my clients find me through searching about the highly sensitive child and those kinds of connections really light me up and give me everything that I need. And it was so relieving to, to feel like yeah, I'm getting a little bit of validation through these posts. And for other people, Instagram is like a really, really positive place to express themselves. But for me, it's not the truth. And so just letting that go, at least for now has been like, ah,
1: I don't have to do what's not true. I've had so many friends take Instagram sabbaticals or Facebook, just social media breaks, which I think is so powerful and healthy to do because it can be such a place that's, almost dangerous when it comes to comparison and that spiral, you can go down, not to mention you can waste a lot of time on there that you could be getting other things done in your life. But I will say I have in the past found that for myself, but I have changed that. I've unfollowed people. I have chose to follow certain accounts that are like words of affirmation or for me, like there's um, some really like powerful women praying really cool. ones. so when I'm scrolling through my Instagram, it is happy and positive and life breathing. And I have unfriended some people that I've been friends with for years because what they're putting out there isn't serving me. And I'm okay with that too. And so full circle background to abundance, I can see how What I was going to say when you were talking too is just how abundance can be it's like if you're looking for a certain type of car, right? You want to go shopping for a Kia Sportage or whatever the word is. And then all of a sudden, everywhere you're looking, you're seeing this car, right? So like when you're focusing on abundance, you're going to receive so much more of that back as well. And like you're saying with your email and you open it up and it's coming, all these good things. Like when you open up and manifest that abundance, it's going to come back to you full circle. And I think it's really a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. And I just want to ask you, and like we could both answer this, In a really deep way, like when you, when you feel into your heart, like what is your soul's relationship with abundance on this journey? Like what comes up in that question?
1: Like I said at the beginning, I think my cup is full. I think um, I lived so many years of my life more in darkness of like, I was very selfish and, um, you know, made choices that were only for myself. Mm-hmm. And as I hit rock bottom probably six years ago or so, and I started to see things differently and I, um, really had to have humility and change a lot of the things I was doing in my life and actions, um, full circle. I, 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 I receive it as like, um, you reap what you sow. Right. And so in this last five years in this chapter of my life so far, and I'm 35, I have been sewing a lot of really good things into my world, into my relationships, into my motherhood, into my family. And it's full circle coming back out. And so I can sit here in a space and say that my soul is abundantly overflowing. Like I said, I see flowers and light and this good energy and it feels good. But I haven't always been in that space. And I've had to do a lot of work and a lot of internal um deep diving and have a lot of hard conversations with myself and with people in my world and say a lot of apologies and make, you know, different choices in the music I listen to and stuff. So it's been a lot of work on this journey, I could say, but abundantly, I feel like I am, my soul is at peace and in a really good place right now. So I'm curious what your answer is for this one as well. You always ask me these amazing questions, but I want to hear from you too.
0: Yeah, I will feel into it. And what I love about your answer is that none, you didn't mention money once. Like we think we, we link abundance with money and it's just so not about that. Money is just like a physical manifestation and it's like one energy. It's actually a really grounding energy for me, like getting out a spreadsheet and looking at my budget. There's nothing more grounding than that. I really appreciate it actually. Um, but it's not, that's just like not, it's not actually what abundance is. It's just like one part of the physical manifestation of that. So mm-hmm.
1: I like to bring that reminder in. Um, I would say my my, like budget sheet gives me not anxiety, but I'm like, oh, let's like me and Scott get it done and I'm done with it. And I put it away, you know? And for me, like money, like material things don't, I know when I go to heaven, none of that goes with me. And so I'm like, God's always going to provide for me. And I honestly actually have the feeling of like more money, more problems sometimes. So I'm, Mm -hmm. it's funny you brought that up because no, when I think of abundance, it's so many other things in my life. Definitely not. On the you know monetary side of things, but
0: and back to the other topic we had of unconditional, like bringing open hearted love to all the parts of our life. I would be curious how things shift if you were to open your budget sheet and like feel really open towards it because it's just I'm part of the yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for me, when I feel into my soul and this journey and abundance, um I just feel a lot of excitement. I feel like it's one of the big lessons I get to learn. Um, in this journey. And, um, one of my, we all sort of have like, in my belief is there's core wounds that we're all working on and kids too. Like for some, it's like, am I enough for some, it's, am I loved for some, it's, am I safe? And, for me, one that I really work on is, am I enough? Like, am I, like, am I truly enough without external validation? Like, am I just enough the way that I am? And that can totally get projected on my external world. Like, do I have enough? Like sometimes if Kendall and I are sharing a dish, I'm like, no, you're going to eat too much. Like I have this like (laughs) serious fear that's like, give me my half. And I'm really breaking through that, but I just feel a lot of excitement because I know that I continue to grow and learn and open and to really, really trust that there's enough for us all. Like there's more than enough for us all. And it's just like the spiral up of, of abundance. And there was a time that I sent Kendall a link to this woman who was teaching a course on, um, it was like relationship with food and relationship with money and like really breaking through that into abundance. And I like, so remember he texted me back saying, no, we're going to teach that course like one day. And it was like, no, we don't need to take that. We just need to keep on living and staying present and connecting in to like really trust, trust that there's enough and we have enough. And, and if we're on our paths and if we're um like living in our purpose, then then the energy exchange is there. And I feel more and more like I'm in a place that I get to support clients in in that trust. And then I see their external world shift and it's incredible. I love that so much. So, um, this was just a quick one, just to plant some seeds around abundance for you. Like, please feel into the parts of this that felt true, the parts that didn't and take time to tune into your relationship with abundance and, and what it is for you. This is just like, we're throwing things on a canvas to see how, how they look or not. Um, so with that,
1: Kendra, what oil do you have to share for us? Ironically, wild orange. And it actually is literally emotionally the oil of abundance. I love wild orange. I use all the time. I always um, look at citrus oils as like, they're happy, they're mood lifting. You're walking through this field of wild oranges with sunshine. And do you have the aroma of oranges and it's happy. And that is the same feeling of this abundance. And so Emotionally, in the book of essential emotions, Wild Orange says it addresses a wide variety of emotional issues. It inspires abundance, fosters creativity, and supports a positive mood. Wild Orange also reconnects individuals with their inner child and brings spontaneity, fun, joy, and playfulness into one's life. Um, It also says down here, I thought that was pretty cool. It assists an individual's natural creative sense. It inspires limitless solutions for problems and issues. One never needs to live in fear. Wild Orange invites individuals to completely let go as a child does and to live from their true self. At a person's core, there's always abundance. Sharing, playing, relaxing, and enjoying are the bounties of life. And these are the gifts that are bestowed with the Wild Orange Oil. And so with wild orange, you can diffuse it, which I love. I always say I get to create the emotional temperature in my home. And so I start every day with diffusers in my home, which is a natural non-toxic way to make the room smell good, cleanse the air, open airways. And I love using wild orange. So it's definitely one. I add it into my drink. I add it into my boy's fruit dip. I'm always utilizing wild orange, even with cleaning. It has awesome properties. But one of the ways here, it says you can add it over your sacral chakra on your lower stomach as well. And so oil of abundance is wild orange.
0: Wild orange. I love, I love that one. And actually my favorite diffuser blend is balance and wild orange. Ever put those together? Is that, yeah. Yes. It's like grounding, but it's also mood lifting and it's like this beautiful harmony. it's really the wild orange, it's like not regular orange, it's it's wild orange. Oh, yeah, you should smell that one. Um, mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. Um, so the therapy tool that I want to share is actually a field of study that I really encourage you to look into, and it's the field of positive psychology. Um uh Dr. Martin Seligman out of UPenn, um, in starting in 1998, he led this movement that really went against the grain of the therapy field that was pathologizing people and diagnosing them. And it was like, how can we actually help people be well, instead of just finding what's wrong and trying to help them be not horrible? Like, instead of like, let's help you not have depression or anxiety and be okay. How about we help people be well? And he did all of these studies on how, if we focus on positive experiences, like happiness and joy or gratitude, um, if we focus on putting positive principles into entire institutions how does that create better outcomes? And there were studies of people like writing letters of gratitude to people that they wanted to share that gratitude with and then actually having things like less doctor visits six months later. Like it was incredible what shifting towards what's right and well by tapping into, yeah, joyful experiences, connection was a big one and gratitude did for entire systems within oneself and in one's family. So it's not to say like light and love is everything, but it's like, you actually can create energetic shifts by moving towards um, that those well states and like really creating a state change in your system. And I will also share a 21 day meditation by Deepak Chopra that I love, um, that I've done a few times. That's like, you can access for free, on the podcast app and it's a really good way to tap into that state state. So we'll put those in the notes too. Um, and what is that one's called abundance, correct? Yeah. It's like the 21 day abundance meditation. Um, it's just nice to have a guide in it to kind of get you back in that state because it does, it does take practice to tap back into positivity in a culture that really likes us to be in a negative space. So that we'll buy things.
1: It's a, it's true. It is a daily choice. It's a choice to, choose that positive mindset and that abundance and choose love. And so it's nice to have something like that, that can keep you on track. And in fact, I want to do that one again because I I did it one time with you and I didn't finish it completely. So thank you. Thank you guys for being here and receiving this. Thank you, Sophie, for, I I love our connection and our sisterhood, but also just, I love being able to be real with you and work through this. I was sitting here thinking like, this is a free, therapy session, every time that we get together and get to talk as sisters. And I hope that on the receiving end, someone is benefiting from this as well. And we'd love to hear from you or if you have questions, you can always reach out. So, And how can you
0: lead from your heart even more in the next week?
1: I want to actually put into practice that positivity. So like you said, but I'm going to open up my sheets for my budget and I'm going to put good energy and abundance into this. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, cause I mean, ironically, I don't, it's not that I don't like my budget because we financially can't cover the budget. Like that's not the problem. It's actually just, it's just not an area that I love to, to focus on, you know? So it's like, I, I really want to challenge myself to put positive energy and focus into those areas that aren't normally, that don't, flow easily for me I would say
0: yeah like why not why not like the things that are stuck and rigid why not expand into them and let them be okay and safe and then if you decide it's not your favorite thing Scott can do the budget but it's like and why not experience like a flow Mm -hmm.
1: with it um it's a good example for my children too like to you know do hard things and just kind of lean into that um you know, things that flow easily are easy to do, but lean into the hard things. So maybe that example for my children as well. And how are you going to lead with your heart this week, sister? I actually
0: noticed when I asked that question, I, I've kind of been forward in my chair. I leaned back in my chair and I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, what if I just leaned back? Like, what if I just like chilled for a second, like took a chill pill, but like in the, like in the truer sense, like really, what would it be like to sit back and take a breath and notice what, what is around me and really take it in instead of like the next thing that I can do or fix. Um, and like, when, as I say that, I'm like, exhale. I just so. take
1: a deep breath as well. It's like that internal abundance that's already there. Yeah. And then putting that positive energy out to receive even more.
0: We've totally got this. I love you so much. I love all of you listening. And yeah, just like a full circle of gratitude in all the ways.
1: Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time. Until next time.